Fans, welcome hey. to another edition of the Wrestle Again Podcast. Carl tried to cut me off this time. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get something right before we began, and then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. No. <laughs> we we re- retaking or we're just rolling with it? <laughs> we're just rolling with it. Let's go. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, no intro this week. If you don't know us by now, after 183 episodes, and I, yeah, you need to pay more attention. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mom. Awesome. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, awesome. All right. What's going on, fellas? Not much, much, man. I had a pretty good birthday, man. Pretty nice. good birthday. Yeah, me and Garrett's been hanging out. Uh, you know, Garrett came and picked me up yesterday, and he's like, Carl, he's like, dude, I know how big of a fan of Taylor Swift you are, and I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift, but unfortunately, <laughs> I can't afford Taylor Swift tickets. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Because I those really like talk tickets, but I decided, yeah. you know, I'm there's someone that looks just like him, just like her, and his name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the next best thing, baby, and it's like the kid rock. <laughs> yeah, the next next best thing. Uh, they got similar hairstyles, I guess. And I mean, kid rock basically seems like a a twenty year old woman. Right? She thinks she does on the inside. But yes. uh, yeah, I told uh, I told Carl we go, and uh, we were pre gaming outside with a twenty four pack of Bud Light. And uh, we saw Kid Rock's bus come around. He gave us the middle finger, I guess, for the Bud Light because he's a piece of shit. So I told Carl, I said, let's snag. I said, let's hide some of these Bud Lights in our bag. And we get out there. Let's start throwing them at him. (laughs) Fucking Carl (laughs) fucking, like, beams Kid Rock right in the head and busts his head open. And uh, I was like, damn it, Carl. So then we got thrown out by security, but it's yeah. all good, you know. It's all good. I'm a devil <laughs> with all the calls. <laughs> hey, fucker deserves it. <laughs> Should have hit him with another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, awesome, man. I don't know why I don't get invited on these these wild ass trips. <laughs> <laughs> so not cool. Yeah. It's so random. It's always random, you guys. It is random. Yeah. Just like the random band entrance theme. I'm gonna have myself. Oh man, I tell you, like, I don't like this random generator. It keeps getting a shit music. Oh, little Dirk is awesome, dude. What are you talking about? Fuck that. Half the songs I listened to all sounded the fucking same. Like literally the beats all sounded similar. I like, grant you that. On. But it's posted. <laughs> it's uh, it's a uh a, it's a specific genre, Chris. <laughs> yeah, shit. it's like it's like <laughs> they're like going to like a fucking like heavy metal concert and like 
I don't know why these motherfuckers like just keep on fucking doing these goddamn guitar solos, but oh, the, the, crazy, guitar solos? the crazy thing is, those is guitar Green solos Day's sound different though. The crazy thing is, Chris, is Green Day's your favorite band and all their songs sound the same. So I don't really understand. Eight fucking Green Day. <laughs> I love Green Day. I mean, I'm I like not. their new stuff. Their new stuff kind of sucks, but I Green Day from like the uh, 90s to like early 2000s is pretty good. Like, yeah, early, early Green Day. Hell of a lot better than, than modern Green Day. Terrible, terrible stuff. Chris, oh. Chris is American idiot. <laughs> and I'm the Jesus of suburbia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just got to wake Garrett up when September ends. <laughs> or else he'll be a total basket case. <laughs> oh, man, that's terrible. <laughs> But he'll be having the time of his life, and I hope he does. Yeah. <laughs> Good riddance, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Little Dirk. Little Dirk. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. I don't know. Carl. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I mean, I guess it is my birthday, right? Or It's your birthday. Day after. Ooh, must be my uh, birthday. Um, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> he did the uh, the old man from Family Guy. It must uh, be my birthday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing uh, <laughs> hanging hanging on walls. This is my my. Okay. Uh, I'm going to reinvent the wolf pack. You're going to reinvent the wolf pack? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we brought back the LWO, so why can't we bring back the wolf pack? (laughs) There you go. Uh, I I just went with Mad Max. That's a good one. Uh, After... 30 minutes of torment and my ears bleeding. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I went with a lion. Okay. Like Chris Jericho, huh? No, like right. lying. Like you're a liar. Not Lionheart. <laughs> oh, awesome all right what you got for us for next week Maybe something uh, good, it. it's something good it's something good well i don't know if everybody would consider it good but chris will uh we have system of the down Ooh. Ooh. i like it. that should be a fun one that should be a fun one if uh garrett doesn't beat us uh lies from the table call so make sure you wake up grab your brush and put on a little makeup <laughs> i don't think you trust in my 
self-righteous suicide. System of a down. I know it's been like they've been themed for like prep reviews and stuff, but have they ever has anybody ever come out to System of a Down? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Not that I'm aware of. Good stuff there. System of a Down, a random band entrance theme for next week. Uh, wrestling figure of the week, Carl. You're going to like this one. Woo, the, uh, I can talk, man. No. <laughs> uh, Jack's ECW from the Jack's ECW subline in the Ruthless Aggression era. It's none other than the chair swinging freak himself, Balls Mahoney. Woo. Comes with a hooker in a motel room. <laughs> <laughs> Some meth and no, I like balls. My, I like balls, Mahoney. Balls Mahoney was great. He was very entertaining. Like, Wasn't he? He was the one that was in the match where they taped the like glass to their fists or whatever. I think so. Yeah, that was a badass match. I just remember his matches with uh, Masato Tanaka, where they're just trading chair shots back and forth. Yeah, that was fucking nuts. It was insane. Like, I'm surprised neither one of them ended up with a fucking concussion. Multiple concussions, because they were hitting each other like freaking no tomorrow with that. And then they did a triple threat. I can't remember who else was in that triple threat match. But they were just sitting there. It was like the three of them just smashing each other in their fucking head with chairs. Probably New Jack, right? I don't think it was New Jack. Oh. It was um it was another big guy. Might have been I wonder if it was Mike Awesome. It might have been Mike Awesome. Oh man. Bowles Mahoney. If you uh wondering what we're talking about, Garrett, just like uh just think of Mick Foley on Crystal Meth. <laughs> I definitely have seen at least ball uh, one or two of his matches. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell you who they were, but <laughs> who they were against, but yeah. Oh shit, I forgot they won the tag titles. That's right. Balls Mahoney and Tanaka actually teamed up. Shit, I don't remember who the Fucking third one wasn't that triple threat match. Uh, anyway, not a big deal. I'm sure somebody can find it if they really want to see it. Um, yeah, but those matches were insane. Yeah, ECW, what, like around 97 ish, 98 ish? Yeah, then they um, came back with. Uh, ECW One Night Stand 2006 with uh, Balls versus Masato. Oh, yeah. Masato Tanaka was awesome. Balls is awesome, too. I love Balls Mahoney. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he may have done, done some crazy shit, but. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, was it Balls and Masato's tag team? I think they were the chair swinging freaks. Or was that with uh, Axel Rotten? I think Axel Rotten was the one that uh, they had the match against each other with uh, 
It was somebody he had a match with where they like tape the uh, like they put tape on their uh, on their knuckles and then put glass on it. Like I think so. Glass. I think it was before as because either I think it was before they became a tag team. Because I think Axel because Axel Rotten was teaming with Ian Rotten at one point and then like Balls and Axel ended up teaming up together. I think Ian like retired or something. I don't remember. But. Yeah. That whole like freaking hey, look at the... shit. So. I, I, I don't have Google right here. Do, wow. do, do. I was going to say, wow, there's no music. Let's play some elevator music. Yeah, ECW Tapai Deathmatch. Actually, it was in 1995. Oh, wow. Uh, Axel Rotten. Oh, it was Axel Rotten and Ian Rotten. Oh, okay. It wasn't Bob. I'm sorry, I was, I remember. Maybe Bob Mahoney did another match after that one. Probably. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, cool. But uh, yeah, figure of the week. Jack's ECW Balls Mahoney. Yeah, I think he had two. Paul's actually got two EC, two WWE figures, but they're pretty much the same figure. One came, one was a singles figure. The other one was um, in a two-pack with Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly. I think it was Kelly Kelly. Was it Kelly Kelly or was it Layla? I think it was, actually, I think it was Layla. Ah, oh, man. I remember correctly. Yeah. I'd rather have a Kelly Kelly figure. It might have been Kelly Kelly, because I think... Balls was feuding with Test at one point in ECW. No, that was Stacy Keyboard, not Kelly Kelly. No. Never mind. Well, I think he did come in a two-pack Kelly Kelly. I don't know. Wrestling figure database. You can look it up. And tell me if I'm did the Kelly Kelly figure strip? No. Well, yeah. she came in, um, like her first figure was in like underwear. <laughs> it was like a bra and panties. Same thing, like Maurice's first Jack's figure, WWE figure, was like in fucking lingerie. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the shit that they got away with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that was her gimmick when she first came out. It was like, uh. Right, she just sat wow. on the fucking couch. It's like, welcome to Friday Night SmackDown. SmackDown will return. And then she married the Miz. Awesome. All right, let's jump over to the news for this week. I didn't have a lot of news, but this second one, this one, we'll start with this one. This actually popped up on my uh, Facebook feed this morning. Uh, it was reported by PW Insider, Pro Wrestling Insider, uh, that former TNA star Raka Khan. If anybody remembers Raka Khan. Um, but apparently she has a lawsuit um, that she was informed that she can move forward with against dozens of defendants, including WWE and Impact personalities and the NWA, among others. Um, so she filed a lawsuit back in October 2022 uh, before the U.S. District 
Court, Southern District, New York, claiming a conspiracy against her in relation to an ongoing Texas criminal case uh, listing defendants The Rock, WWE personalities The Miz and Marie's current Impact Wrestling star Heath Miller, um, Heath Slater for everyone else, uh, Nikki Bella, the late Chris Benoit, former WWE talent Mark Jindrak, Florida Championship Wrestling, Steve Kern, the National Wrestling Alliance, NWA President Billy Corgan, Deep South Wrestling, Jim Cornette, Mick Foley, and countless others. <laughs> so this, this is what where, now? Oh, yeah. Oh, this, what the lawsuit is, so the ledge is that Raka Khan, or the defendants, all conspired to kidnap Raka Khan and her children. I believe it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, because I can see Mick Foley conspiring to kidnap somebody. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that. Maybe not Mick Foley, but definitely Cactus Jack. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, The Rock, you know, maybe that's why he did Moana, because he wanted to get closer to the kids, and he knew that they would trust him if he was the voice of Maui. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as I know, like I don't think The Rock had any dealings with Rockicon, because... She never made it to the main roster. She was in developmental for a little bit and then got released. Went to yeah. Impact. So, I mean, I don't even remember but her while, NWA. So. But while he was uh, filming Scorpion King, he might have looked her up in like high school to see who she was. And decided <laughs> then that he wanted to kidnap her. Maybe. But th- this is like the most off-the-wall story that I've seen like in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. What the? At least it's entertaining. At least it's entertaining. This is like the people listed in this are like the most like random <laughs> group of wrestlers. <laughs> we should we should start a like a, a podcast like just following the trial. Like, you know, like a <laughs> trial of Rockacon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We got breaking like, news. Honestly, honestly, the only thing I remember her for in Impact was being like Scott Steiner's valet. Yeah, I, that's I, it. I, yeah, I don't know, but maybe you know, was he he in the lawsuit? No. <laughs> oh, I guess all the people I think would like kidnap him and it'd be Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just do the math. You know, not right. You got a 33 and a third chance of me kidnapping you. <laughs> oh, like I just this this whole story just sounds made up. Like it does not sound believable at all. Like yeah, I think somebody's probably like probably should. This is like a good thing to say. Like a good time to say like maybe you know they should have better like health policies. And wrestling and get some of these people like mental help. Yeah, that's definitely somebody's off the rocker and you know <laughs> needs medical assistance. Definitely, I'm surprised she didn't try to go after like Lucha Libre USA because <laughs> she's yeah. on there as a uh, Tigressa El Caliente. So. Uh, my thing is like, how she have money to file a lawsuit unless it's just like. Somebody gave her the money just so they could write the story. <laughs> Maybe. So, 
Like you're gonna go suit you're like going after the rock. <laughs> sure. Here's a thousand dollars. I just get the bubbles with you. Oh man. <laughs> Maybe you should take to care for an interview for the fucking podcast, dude. Oh, no, here's here's the best part. The 48 page lawsuit shows Biggers, aka Rockacon, seeking three billion dollars in damages. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, dude, look her for the podcast, man. Does she have her email anywhere? Post it. <laughs> no. The majority, of, the majority of the filing is long list of defendants, some of whom are listed multiple times. Hey, I think I found my I, replacement as co-host of the, the podcast. Dude, like, in all honesty, like, if we even got her on this podcast and started talking about this, we'd probably get added to the lawsuit, too, because I could not take this seriously. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it seriously. Very seriously. <laughs> so you're saying Chris Benoit tried to kidnap you? Is it, is it his ghost? That was it a ghost, it? Chris Benoit, or a zombie, Chris Benoit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> uh, I guess Mark Jindrak makes sense because he was in uh, Lucha Libre around the time that she was in there. So, I, like, I I can see why his name's added to the to the lawsuit. Oh. oh man, like just some of these people, like there's no interaction between half of these people on here. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Awesome. Oh, all right. Some some lighter news, some figure news for this week. Uh the MLW figures are up for pre-order on Amazon. Oh, if you're looking for a good spot to pre-order, Amazon's probably perfect pretty solid place to do that you don't get charged till they actually ship um so that first series again is hammerstone madge kruger jacob fatu and killer cross killer cross figures look pretty awesome i just 40 bucks for each one eh, it's kind of meh especially they don't really come with anything so that's the the downside with that yeah I mean, I don't collect figures, so that's I know for me. Yeah. I mean, for forty dollars, I can get some damn accessories. So. Yeah. Hell, I didn't pay fucking forty dollars for the Sable Playboy. What a retirement one. <laughs> Had a lot more fun playing with those. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh, that's uh, pretty much it for the news this week. Before we jump over to instant replay, question for you guys, since I mm-hmm. caught shit for putting it in no holds barred. <laughs> nah, I don't give a shit. Uh, opinion, so to say, greatest WWE slash WWF world champion of all time. Greatest WWE? Champion of all time, WWE slash WWF, like covers runs the whole gamut. Uh, so okay, someone so. that you know, impact on the business, you know, solid in ring. Um, 
mic skills, like all that, like the total package for WWE champion. Like, who do you guys, with that criteria, who is the best champion of all time? Well, it's no other than fucking Sun Code Steve Austin. Uh, you know, it's funny. I actually thought you were going to say Ric Flair, Carl. I'm not going to lie. He was champion for like a, like a month. He didn't say WCW champion or NWA champion. You know what? I I had one person come to mind when you said this. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it, and I can get all the flag for it. I don't care. I'm gonna go with Chris Jericho. Oh, I thought he was gonna say John Cena. That's what I thought. He was <laughs> no, I'm gonna say Roman Reigns. <laughs> Fucking Roman Reigns, man. Oh, both solid, solid choices. Uh, I agree with Carl on this one. You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, he fucking saved the company. I mean, yes. if you think about it, like, Hulk Hogan, like, WWF was already on top when he became champion through uh, Bob Backlund and uh, some other people prior to him. Uh, Iron Sheik. Uh, fucking uh, Austin, when he became champion, fucking WWF was on the fucking downward spiral. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, CW was the better program, had the better storylines, and then yep. all of a sudden, this redneck fucking beer drinking son of a bitch, you know. Uh, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of later, but yeah, kind of changed the, the face of the company, and Oh, you know, yeah. without 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 him, there wouldn't have been no uh, fucking invasion or you know WCW going out of business. Like he <laughs> did that shit. You get my ring, and I'm gonna kick your ass. So that's that was like one of the biggest things with Austin. Um, like he was always there, except for you know that one time he kind of like took his ball and went home, but. For the most part, he was there week in, week out. Even as, you know, Intercontinental Champion, WWE Champion, like, he was putting in the work. Like, where you can't really say that for, you know, someone like The Rock, who, you know, left, came back, left, came back, left, came back. Um, but without The Rock... Shit. Knocking shit over. Uh, but without The Rock, you didn't really have... You wouldn't really have Stone Cold Steve Austin, like as far as like the big star that Austin would become, and vice versa with the with the Rock. And then you know Chris Jericho beat them both in the same night. And said fuck both y'all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Chris Jericho would be far from it. Uh, don't get me wrong, I like Chris Jericho, but like. I mean, the ratings wasn't all that great when he was champion. Uh, you know, he wasn't champion for very, like, he wasn't the face of fucking WWE ever. Like, I don't ever recall, like, Chris Jericho being the face of WWE, like, where, you know, you could say that about Hogan, you could say that about Shawn Michaels, 
You can say that about uh, Bret Hart. You can say that about uh, John Cena. You can say about Roman Reigns. Uh, I don't think, you know, Chris Jericho has ever been at that status. Nothing against him. He's a great wrestler. Like I said, I love him. And he's probably like an underrated superstar, but he's just not the, the when you think WWE champion, Chris Jericho doesn't pop in my mind. Like, he'd be like, Near last on the list. <laughs> say Jinder Mahal before Chris Jericho. I wouldn't say Jinder Mahal, <laughs> but like, there's like some no, other like I'm smaller kidding. rings in there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Ultimate I, Warrior. Yeah. yeah. I mean, personally, like, probably like top five. WWE champions would definitely be like Austin, The Rock, Cena, Roman, and Hogan. Like no, no particular order. But. Yeah, I don't know if I put Roman in there. I mean, I he kind of got lucky because he's The Rock's fucking cousin. Yeah, well, you look at like him being like now, like one of the the hottest storylines in wrestling that's been going on for like two years. It's like you really can't discredit that, and that's one of the reasons why I put him in that that list. I think he's finally in a spot that showcases him, or yeah, I mean he's definitely like something that he definitely needed. He's definitely the face of the company, and just. Yeah. Like, if I'm doing a top five, like, it would probably be uh, Austin, um, Rock, uh, Hogan. I'm not doing these in orders. I'm just throwing that name. Shawn Michaels. Uh, and probably John Cena. Yeah, for me, like, Michael didn't really impact the business as much as like Hogan or Austin or even The Rock. Like he was, I mean, he was a great champion, fantastic, like phenomenal wrestler. Yeah, yeah. His his overall impact, like I don't, I don't think that he really impacted everything. Like I think Hogan, Hogan and The Rock probably have the two largest impacts outside of pro wrestling. Like, especially on pop culture, because everyone knows The Rock. Everyone knows Hulk Hogan. I think everybody knows Stone Cold. Well, a majority. Yeah, I would agree. I'd agree on that one. But, like, as far as, like, if you ask people, like, you know, who The Rock was, like, oh, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. You know, who's in that movie, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, oh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid. You all loved Hulk Hogan. So, and I, I think it's all I think it's all subjective, too, to, like, your age group and stuff like that, where, you know, someone in Garrett's age group is, yeah, you know, I used to watch wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the man. And that's yep. the bottom line. <laughs> Oh, awesome. All right. I figured that'd be a fun little question. Yeah, that's a good question. 
debatable too, you know. Yeah. Like we say, wrestling is subjective, like any other form of entertainment and art form. So but Carl's yeah. always right. Yep. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. We'll jump over to instant replay. Carl, you're definitely right on this one. Uh, Impact's Rebellion pay-per-view. Um, I don't know if anybody, did you guys get a chance to watch this? I definitely did not get a chance to watch it. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I looked at all the stuff that happened, and oh, what a surprise. Oh, yeah. It was my son's birthday weekend, so we went to the zoo and hung out with him. Most of the time, so I didn't really get a chance to watch it. Somebody uh, came back to start uh, working for Impact, Carl. Oh, did they? Yeah, someone that's one of your favorite wrestlers. Of all time? Uh, I guess. I don't know of all time, but, you know, within the last few years. (laughs) I got you. Yeah, I'm talking the work uh, for impact. Yeah, talking the uh, the former NWA World's Champion holder of Sweet Charlotte, Nick Aldis. Good. That was that was exciting to see. Uh, oh yeah, Aldis had returned. So, kind of figured that's where he was going to end up. Honestly, yeah. I think that was yeah. like. All of us, when we were talking about all this as contract up in NWA, that was back in January. So he just took yeah. some time off and, you know, decided to uh, show up an impact. So. I don't know if he took any time off because I've seen him like advertise like all over wrestling. Oh, that's true too. Uh, and the indie promotions and stuff. You know, big time wrestlers. Yeah, showed up as the uh, mystery partner. That six-man tag match of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and FTR. Mystery partner for uh, Jay Lethal and uh, Brock Anderson. Yeah. Pretty good. Oh, all right. So let's get into this right here. Uh, We'll just run down the results on this real quick. Uh, So we had Santino Morella, Joe Hendry, and Dirty Dango versus the design. Um, Carl picked the design. Garrett and I both picked Santino, Joe Hendry, and Dirty Dango. Uh, Sammy Callahan turned on the design cost from the match. The results that I saw on that one. So kind of figured that was going to happen eventually. Didn't realize it was going to be that soon. But hey. Uh, Hardcore War Team Bully, which had uh, Bully Ray, Kenny King, Masha Slamovich, John Schuyler, and Jason Hotch. Versus Team Dreamer, which was Tommy Dreamer, Frankie Kazarian, Yuya, Yumora, I probably butchered that, Killer Kelly, and a mystery partner. I forgot the changes to who the mystery partner was. So. And I uh, forgot who it was off the top of my head. Here, anyway, so. I actually <laughs> like just had it pulled up. I'll, I'll pull it up. I got you. Okay. Mystery um, partner was Eric Let's see. 
Uh, while Garrett's looking that up, we all picked Team Bully. We were all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. Uh, uh, there was a funny spot in that match, too, with uh, Bully climbing the ladder and demanding the refs um, hold the ladder for him. It was Bupinder Gujar. Oh, okay. Yeah, so nobody of importance. Correct. That's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> Which guy's name was again, Garrett? <laughs> I'm gonna say, do you want me to just read this whole thing out to you? I don't mind doing it. So we gotta do the results, so we gotta go in order of the card, so we know how, who scored. Well, what. he's not doing it in order of the card. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just doing it on in the order of what I had here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So do it in order of what we had, so we can keep the score. Right, go ahead. Garrett. Go ahead. Keep going. Garrett. I already got the score. <laughs> All right. Wait for you. I thought you were doing it. <laughs> no, I don't know what they are in order. It doesn't have them listed on there. Well, it has them listed on here, but it's not in order of what you're saying. They're in <laughs> well, order this... how they took place. Well, th- this isn't the order. No, Carl wanted to do them in order of the the pay per view. <laughs> no, he wants to do them in order of how we did it on the thing uh, on, on paper. I mean, it don't matter. Fuck it, like you know. Okay, All right. whatever. <laughs> okay, this is great so content. great content right. behind the scenes of how podcast is fucking. <laughs> We're doing this on the fly. <laughs> we don't talk shit over. We just fucking do shit. Damn All right, Chris, edit it out. All right, edit it out. We'll start back here. All right, ready? Go. <laughs> no, I ain't editing shit. We're keeping that in there. <laughs> 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 That's just more work for me. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, all right. Hardcore war. We all picked Team Bully. We lost. So, uh, yeah, so Bully was demanding the refs uh, to hold the ladder while he was trying to do a table spot. The refs told him no. Refused to hold the ladder, so Bully started getting physical with the refs, and all the refs beat the shit out of Bully. <laughs> <laughs> they had him down there, like in a circle, like hockey, like forearms, like punching him in the back and the head and shit. It was hilarious. I love that. I so... love that. That's amazing. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I saw that. I happened to see that highlight on TikTok. That was awesome. Uh, Impact's Knockout Tag Team Championship match: The Coven defending against the Death Dolls. Um, Carl and I both picked the Coven. Garrett picked the Death Dolls. Uh, the Coven retained. Yes, I've only got one. <laughs> one point. Yes. Uh, Carl, you got you got the ones that counted. So, um, <laughs> Impact X Division Championship Elimination Triple Threat: Trey Miguel defending against Speedball Mike Bailey and Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Carl, you're the only one that picked Trey Miguel, and you won that one. I picked Mike Bailey. Here, picked Jonathan Gresham. Eat that, uh, Garrett. <laughs> I uh, honestly if- was barely paying attention when we made our picks, so the fact that I even made, <laughs> sure. I even sure. made you right is sure. funny to me. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Oh, all right. Tag Team Championship Ultimate X Bullet Club, Ace Austin and Chris Bay versus the Motor City Machine Guns. Bullet Club retains. Carl and Garrett both pick Bullet Club. I pick Motor City Machine Guns. 
uh, Knockouts World Championship, uh, Jordan Grace, Grace versus Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, Carl picked Deanna Perrazzo. Garrett and I both picked Jordan Grace. And Impact World Championship match, Kashida versus Steve Macklin. We all picked Steve Who Macklin. won? Who won? Who won? Who won? Yeah. Huh? Getting... Stop jumping the gun. <laughs> uh. Point breakdown. I was in last place with eight points. Because I only got one match, right? <laughs> or two matches, sorry. Um, Garrett had 16 points. Carl took the championship with 33 points. Woo! The Tennessee Jesus has finally added himself to the Champions Club as the new WrestleGeddon Predictions champion. It feels great. I like to thank uh, God for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> 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 to me, he's only begotten son, and to correctly predict <laughs> this for me. Thank you. I'll say, meanwhile, Carl doesn't know Chris and I. Uh, Chris and I uh, guessed wrong on purpose since we knew it was your birthday. We wanted you to be on top, so we decided <laughs> to uh, <laughs> let you win. Just so you feel good about yourself. Okay. <laughs> Oh, awesome. <laughs> All right, let's get into Monday Night Raw. Raw wasn't bad. There's some uh some stuff in there between the Judgment Day and the Bloodline. Apparently they formed a temporary alliance on Raw to take out uh each other's um backlash opponents. All uh, I have so we to had say a- about that. I need to see Rhea and Solo in a match. I need you to oh, look it now. <laughs> that was awesome. So that like move awesome. solo down and like Rhea steps over and still in front of solo. We we got a problem here. <laughs> Stare down. It was great. <laughs> ah. Yeah. So this whole thing, it was pretty good. We got some good matches out of this. We got solo versus Ray Mysterio. Which was a great way to kick off the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh Bloodline comes out and tries to jump Ray. But then uh, the LWO, Legato Del Fantasma, comes out, makes a save for Ray, uh, chasing off the bloodline. It's pretty awesome. I got to say, I love the LWO thing. I'm glad they brought that back. And I think it helps Legato get over more. But? With Ray Mysterio leading, uh, leading the pack on that one. There's a butt somewhere. What's the butt? I don't know. You, I figured you were going to say a butt, so I was waiting. No. Nope. But I, I do. Well, actually, there is a butt. So it just hit me. I think this is going to lead to Legato turning on Ray. And we get like a little bit of a feud between Ray and uh, Santos. That'd be cool. But uh, I need the LWO not to lose every fucking week. I know, right? They lose every freaking week. Nope. I even saw something where people were talking about, are they punishing the LWO? <laughs> well, I mean, if they want to be true LWO, like the majority of them lost every week. So yeah. you think you think El Dandy was winning matches in WCW as part of the LWO? No, that motherfucker was getting pinned every single week. <laughs> but Conan was winning. Was Conan wasn't even part of the LWO, was he? 
Didn't he eventually become part of? No, Conan was um NWO during the it time. Was he was NWO. It was like NWO. It was like NWO. But then he, yeah. I thought he was switched to LWO. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Uh. Yeah, Conan stayed NWO until um the original the like they disbanded like the original LWO um or not LWO NWO then he uh. Aligned himself with Ray as the the filthy animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought he did that. Like I get to tell him of LWO, but maybe not. Maybe not. I just remember like all the guys. Like they pretty much just took like the majority of the luchadors that weren't doing shit, the cruiserweights, and put them together as the LWO. So you had guys like Psychosis and Cyclope and. Um, Halloween, <laughs> El Dandy. I think Super Kello was in there too. <laughs> uh, of course, Ray got forced into it. Chavo was part of the LWO. <laughs> it's like, oh, here's all these cruiserweights we're not doing anything with. Let's let's put a group together. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. It was so awesome. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I really think this new iteration of LWO, I think Legato is going to end up turning on Ray, and then we'll we'll get like a pretty pretty solid feud between Ray and Santos. It's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, let's see. With that whole Judgment Day Bloodline thing, the main event we got the six man tag match between KO, Sammy, and Riddle versus the Judgment Day, which was pretty solid as well. That ended up breaking down two into a giant ass brawl at the end of the show, um, which saw um, Kale, Sammy, and Riddle get jumped by the Bloodline and Judgment Day. Then we saw Ray and the LWO come out and make the save for them as well. It's <laughs> pretty good. Question, pretty solid main question, event. question yeah. for you: If you was a writer for WWE. So uh, Sequoia takes the title off of Roman Reigns. <laughs> Me, honestly, I. It makes more sense for Jay to take the title than Solo. I don't know. I get where Carl's coming from. Like, I think that Solo is. I think if you're looking at it from. Who do you find more believable to take the title from Roman? Yeah. It's Solo. Yeah, Hands definitely. Down. But what makes more sense is Jay, storyline-wise. Yep. <clears throat> we'll, we'll see. Cause I, don't, I don't think he's losing that title until SummerSlam. Like, I think he's going to... Like we thought he was gonna lose it at Mania, but like that didn't happen. I think they're gonna keep the belt on him until at least SummerSlam. If he if he's gonna lose it, he's gonna lose it at Mania. Yeah. Like he's not losing it probably this year. Um, definitely not on a small pay per view. I think he'll on a bigger pay per view event like SummerSlam or Survivor Series. I can see him mm-hmm. probably dropping the title. I don't see it. He'll be one of the big four. And it may not be, it might not be against the uh, the opponent that he's booked in the match against. It might be, you know, a money in the bank winner. Very true. 
No, no way yeah, you do. Man. You know what? You know what? You get you know you build Roman and Jay have Solo in the Money in the Bank. No, he basically says he's never gonna use it. No. He's gonna hold on to it. He's been champion for like fucking three years. You can't you can't have him lose like a Money in the Bank man. It has to be like a legit match, and it has to be probably either SummerSlam or WrestleMania. I know he may just. I don't know. There, there's talk of them splitting the titles up after the draft anyway. Yeah. So, but even on that same aspect, too, is like if you split the titles and, you know, Roman, say Roman goes to Raw and they give Roman like a new undisputed, a new WWE championship title or whatever. And then they or introduce what, a new title on SmackDown. Or what they could do, because any any supposed to be shooting a movie like coming up pretty soon. Probably. What they could do is they could have him vacate it and then like make sure WrestleMania, you know, set up fucking Roman Reigns versus whoever the champion is. Yeah. Well that's the thing, like when's the last time WWE's vacated a title? They don't. Oh wow. Like Samaka's lost his smile or something. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been quite a while since they've they've vacated a title. Um, but I, yeah, I think if they split the titles, like the downside with splitting the titles is like that, that secondary title, like, yeah, the, you know, the universal title is defunct. It's not relevant anymore. We have like a WWE champion and we have, you know, whatever they call the second title, but still like they didn't beat Roman for that second title. So how can you legitimize that second title? Without them beating Roman for it. Uh-huh. Whatever they just give it a new name and they have like a tournament for it. Yeah, and that would like, probably be the only way to do it. Unless they make Roman defend, you know, the titles individually. Which I don't see that happening at all. Yeah. Neither. What they should do is like how they used to do like the triple threat matches, and it was like the like if someone had like two titles, they would do like a triple threat. I think they did a couple of them. So it's like whoever won the first pinfall got you know whatever title, and then the winner of the second pinfall like it became like an elimination type match. So if the first, like, say you say you put Roman, Sammy, and Jay in a match for both titles. Roman's defending both titles in a triple threat match. So Jay pins Roman gets the universal title. And then you have Jay and you have Sammy and Roman. Sammy wins. He gets the WWE title. So that would be the way to, to split it. I don't know. This, to me, that sounds like something you would do to, like, a face. Like, I don't see how you do that to a heel. Yeah. Unless he goes face, but you know, like maybe he turns on the bloodline. Yeah, maybe. And then we'll go back to, oh, they're shoving Roman down our throats again. (laughs) Ah, face Roman sucks. (laughs) I mean, he's face right now. Everybody likes him. Yeah. Except for me. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
awesome. Oh, man. Good stuff there. Uh, Cody and Brock. Cody came out for an interview segment and said he wasn't leaving until he got his hands on Brock, which prompted Brock to come out dressed as, like, fucking cowboy. I don't know who wore it better, Brock or Trish. (laughs) Trish. (laughs) Oh, definitely. (laughs) Oh, man. Sad, like, every freaking security guard in the building holding Cody back. Which was funny, but uh, they made Cody and Brock official for Backlash. It was a pretty solid segment. Like, it's a match I want to see. Like, the stuff that they've been doing since, you know, Brock, like, destroyed Cody and that, you know, and turned on that tag team match and destroyed him. And then, like, him coming out taunting Cody, you know, Cody on the mic talking shit to him, like, trying to get him, trying to go him into the match, all that other stuff. Like, that... The short little buildup that they've had makes me want to watch this matchup. Yep. Should be pretty good. Um, what else we got? Uh, we mentioned Trish a little bit. Uh, Trish came out for a quick little interview or a quick little promo segment explaining why she did what she did. Um, so I'm sure we'll get Trish versus Becky at Backlash. Mm, maybe. Solid. Maybe. I thought they were going to do that at uh, at uh, SummerSlam. No, I don't know when they're going to drag this up to SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that either. It's too far away. We'll get that. Unless we get Lita versus Trish. Well, we might get that yeah. at Night of Champions. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, maybe uh, Vince comes out and makes some burglary dollars. <laughs> In their underwear. (laughs) (laughs) After a bra and panties match. Oh, awesome. Uh, Speaking of bra and panties, Liv Morgan. Good freaking Lord. I just, just what she was wearing on Raw was just freaking awesome. She, Lip Morgan is hot as hell. Oh. I don't, I don't sexualize uh, women wrestlers. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just talked about getting Sable and China's Playboys. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was a young lad, and I didn't know uh, right from wrong. <laughs> ah, whatever. Lip Morgan looked hella hot. So she usually does anyway, but yeah. Um, so go to that. Lashley Theory and Austin. Lashley, Austin Theory, and Bronson Reed, which um, I guess just got made official for Backlash, triple threat for the U.S. title. Dude, like I was looking forward to seeing Lashley and Reed go at it again, but now you're throwing Theory into this, and it's for the U.S. title. This triple threat match is going to be a banger. I mean, you're talking about seeing somebody naked. Fucking theory, dude. <laughs> 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 oh man, this match is gonna be awesome. I'm looking forward to this one. So the build up's been like the build up alone yeah. between Bronson and Lashley's been pretty awesome, but then you're like tossing theory into this too. Should be 
Yeah, I like I like Brunson though. Uh, like he's kind of grown on me a little bit. I know, like probably like a year or so. If I'm saying he's good, but he's getting better. Yeah, he's um probably one of the best guys his size. And I know, like he gets compared to you know to Bam Bam Bigelow quite a bit, like to the point where you know he was you know, wearing tribute ring gear to Bam Bam a few times, but like he moves just as well, if not better than Bam Bam. And I think the, the comparison is, is justified and with that. So mm. he just needs to pull out a cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> some good stuff good stuff on raw this week raw wasn't bad as we move into the build for judge for uh backlash um aw kicked off with um was there a match on me and aw this week no it started off with the three pillars and then mjf came out yeah that's right they're announcing a tournament (sighs) between the the three of them um darby got a buy so it was uh, Sammy and Jungle Boy in the main event, um, which I think Sammy, I think Sammy won that. I think MJF had some outside interference on that. So. Yeah, you remember they uh, MJF bought uh, uh, Sammy. Yeah, I, I wasn't really paying attention. I think I probably flipped it off at some point. Like I don't remember though. So. Um. Yeah, so basically the segment went that MJF was like, yeah, he's like, well, don't you want a guaranteed win? He's like, I'll guarantee you the main event at Double or Nothing, but all you got to do is go out there and lay down in the ring. And, you know, of course, he, he Sammy said no. And then he yeah. goes, well, here's a blank check for you, right? Whatever you want on it, and I'll pay it. And... uh Apparently, Sammy wrote an a, a enormous amount, and MJF looked at it and was like, whoa, what? This? Uh... <laughs> it was funny. He's... His reaction was hilarious. <laughs> but he said he'd pay him. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get Sammy and um, Darby Allen on Rampage or Dynamite next week? I think it's Dynamite next week. Uh, yeah, it should be Dynamite. Rampage, I guess they're doing another Saturday one, since it wasn't on tonight. Okay. Um, there's still been talks of a second, a third show for AEW on Saturday night. Um, and then there's been rumors of a brand split, too, with AEW. Similar oh, God. To Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Um, apparently... The whole big reason for the brand split is for Punk coming back. Just so he's not on the same show as the Bucks and Kenny Omega. Who the fuck cares? I think that's a huge mistake. Because yeah, this whole That's all people want to see. Yeah, you're leaving money on the table. You can't tell me that you got a stadium show coming up at Wembley. And the biggest storyline that you have that you're not exploring is the elite versus punk and FTR in a six man tag match. 
as your main event for the show in Wembley. Like I, you know, thought AEW could sell out Wembley Stadium, but if they're, I'm starting to have doubts with that. With the, you know, the talent that they've got now, they need Punk. Punk was the one that was giving them their ratings. I tell you who else they need. Well, so they need. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> and you I know mean, what? Uh, hey, look, honestly, look, listen to me. Goldberg would help him sell it out. So. Of course he would. Oh. But but listen, how are you going to call it? How are you going to call it Gold Bullet Club and not have the only man whose name has gold in it? And we're not talking about <laughs> gold dust. Oh, that is true. I, yeah. Bullet Club wouldn't be cool with Goldberg in it. Honestly, I think he'd probably They'd be cooler. <laughs> it wouldn't be cooler. <laughs> oh, man. Rename it Ghost Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they need a couple more people in there. I'm waiting for uh, I'm waiting for the day that Phantasmo shows up in AEW. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh... Um, but yeah, this, this whole brand split thing, like, this whole thing with, like, the elite and punk and yeah, like Tony Khan, you run this fucking company. Like these people work for you. You don't work for them. Like if you want, you know, this match, if you want this money, punk and FTR versus the elite is that million dollar matchup that you're looking for. And if you want to sell out, you want to sell out Wembley or come close to selling out Wembley? Punk is the answer. Not Chris yeah. Jericho, not Adam Cole, uh, not Daniel Bryan, not John Moxley. It's CM Punk. Yeah. And fuck the Jaguars. Just because I'm like. Like I said, like the whole time Punk, that whole run with Punk and AEW on Dynamite and Rampage. Rampage's numbers were higher. Dynamite was hovering around, you know, a million viewers each week. And then you lose Punk. Punk's off TV. And you're barely pulling in, you know, 900,000 viewers. What is that? Yeah, you need Punk. So put your shit aside and bring back Punk. And give us what we want, damn it. Give us what we want. We want FTR. Oh, it's definitely not Adam Cole and Chris Jericho. I can tell you that. Don't want to see Adam Cole and Chris Jericho. No, there's so many other people on that roster that I'd rather see wrestle Adam. That I'd rather see Adam Cole wrestle than Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh come on. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a bad match. I just I don't have any interest in it. So. <sighs> Whatever you say. You know what they need to do? Bullet Club Gold, Adam Cole. Baby. That's right. Adam Cole back in the Bullet Club. Bullet Club. 
Like, I mean, technically, he's been resurrected. So, I mean, like, he wasn't kicked out of Bullet Club. He died. <laughs> yep. Oh. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's instant replay. Um, and some stuff on SmackDown this week. Apparently, for Backlash, we're getting Seth Rollins versus Omos. The best match of the night, probably. Oh, hell yeah. I just... I can't even with never that. heard of no. never heard of a better match. Yep. And uh, no, besides old boss versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and uh somebody came to Seth Rollins and they're like, Seth Rollins, there's guys out here wrestling fucking blow up dolls. And fucking <laughs> Seth Rollins was like, you know what? I wrestled the fucking biggest blow up doll there fucking is, and they booked a match to fucking that one. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, what else we get? Actually, I forgot something on uh, uh, Dynamite. Wardlow defeated Hobbs. Yeah. Got a new manager. Uh, Regained the, the TNT champion. Yeah. Got a manager. Wardlow. Carl. I like Wardlow. So you got a new manager? You got a new manager? Who's his manager? Yeah. Who Arn is Anderson. it? Anderson. Double A. Arn Anderson. Yep. I think that's a good pairing. Yeah, that's... Wardlow definitely needs something. So, something to help get him over a little more. Hopefully this uh this next run for the TNT title with the TNT championship will be pretty decent. Um but it looks like this first challenger's already lined up and it looks like the uh it's like Luchasaurus is coming after uh, uh badass looking Luchasaurus. Yep. New new ring gear, new mask. Um of course Christian managing Luchasaurus. Shouldn't be too bad. Should be a pretty decent, decent matchup. Yeah. Big meaty men smacking meat. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of good stuff there. So um, all right, let's jump over to the wrestler of the week. Garrett, your pick this week. What you got for us? Yeah, so I picked uh Kurt Angle. The uh, you know, the American hero Kurt Angle, our Olympic gold medalist, with and he won it with a broken freaking neck. Yeah, yep. and that's what that's what uh, Garrett has picked for his match. The other thing, he wants to watch the Olympics. What was it like, 1990? <laughs> yeah, I put in the entire YouTube video of all his matches. <laughs> Uh, no, I uh, I picked uh, Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe, TNA Genesis 2006. The uh, the prime of Impact Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah, and when he was all cocaineed up, fucking ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> that was probably the some of the best matches that Kurt Angle has had in his career. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, he probably <laughs> a hell of a drug. <laughs> Uh, cocaine, painkillers, all that fun stuff. Uh, I remember that one uh, pay-per-view where he like, wrestled like three times. Like, 
No, wasn't that when? No, that was last year we had all the belts. You were like doing like a whole bunch of shit, like that dive you hit off the stage, that freaking flip you did on Abyss. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. I'm telling you, like 2006, you know, that whole run with Kurt Angle and Impact, man. Coked out Kurt Angle was the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. But coked out Kurt Angle was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's damn true. Damn true. <laughs> All right. Overrated, underrated. Garrett, what do we got for overrated and underrated? Uh, so, uh, not in my list, but I know the first person, and it is Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar. I'm going to say underrated. Yeah, I say underrated. All right. Uh, Chelsea Green. Uh, Overrated. I say underrated. All right. Uh, The Beautiful People. Overrated. Underrated. Wait, which this. which which iteration of the beautiful people? Are we uh, talking just Angelina and Velvet? We talking yeah. Angelina, Madison, and Velvet? Velvet, Madison, and uh, no, Rashad, I was just Lacey Von I Eric. Was just, I was <laughs> just we're talking about uh, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn <laughs> Manson. <laughs> I was just referring to the first one, but that's so, so whatever. Angelina and Velvet. Yeah, I was underrated still. So. Gotcha. I put this one in here just because I thought this was fucking. I, I I saw this. And I don't remember. I saw some article while I was reading about it, so I decided to put this wrestler in here just for poops and giggles. Uh, Garrett Bischoff. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> he's not underrated. He's not overrated. He's not rightly rated. He just sucks. <laughs> 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 oh, he was a waste of a roster space in impact. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Oh, it's funny. Oh, he was worse than Wes Briscoe. <laughs> was, he, was he even rated? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. like, no, no rated. <laughs> <laughs> I do a personality and I decided to do Jonathan Coachman. Underrated. Oh, definitely underrated. I agree with that one. Especially as a fucking uh, announcer. I mean, not announcer, but like backstage interview. It's all the shit that The Rock made him do. <laughs> yeah. With the Rock t shirt. Higher. Yeah. Higher. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Covering his entire face. <laughs> but as an ESPN uh, reporter, overrated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, come back to wrestling, coach. <laughs> oh, awesome. Good stuff. All right. No holds barred. What you guys got this week? No. 
uh, draft was coming up next week, so we can talk about that next week. Yep. <laughs> uh, NBA playoffs gone just about how we thought that they were. Yep. Hurricanes are lost tonight, but they won two new, their home two home games. About it. Oh, you're, probably, you're probably uh you don't you watch hockey Carl? Uh I so I do follow my team but I don't like watch it if my team's not playing. I got you. You know your team's in the playoffs. Yeah, I do. And yeah. then uh uh I like minor like I'll like, if I go I'm a, if I'm going to a game I like going to like minor league games or fun. Gotcha. Oh, I used to watch hockey. Did oh, you see the Fire Rangers movie yet? Yes. Is it good? It was awesome. I enjoyed it. Really, they did a really good job with the story, the storyline on that. It was really good. Definitely set it up to um, if they wanted to do like more or add on to it, it was definitely left open to do that. Yeah. Kids enjoyed it too. Boys liked it. That's good. That's good. uh, Nothing but good things. Go, go, Power Rangers. I mean, if Xavier uh, approves, right? He's like the go to Power Ranger expert. <laughs> Pretty much. Go, go, Power Rangers. Xavier approves. Xavier and Bishop approves. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Mandalorian had season finale this week. Pretty solid. I won't spoil it for anybody if they haven't. I already heard it. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Tied pretty much everything together for the season, including the uh, the episode with the Imperial clone people and all that. So, yeah. tied all that stuff together. Well, the the one doctor that was trying to that was working on the cloning stuff. But, but yeah. tied some loose ends together. Set up a next season. Um, I'm not 100% sure if they're doing another season. I think they're doing the movie. Yeah, I, I heard they're doing a movie and that was going to yeah. be it. Yeah. So we'll see where they go from there. But it was a pretty solid ending. Quite enjoyed it. Uh, what else? I think that's pretty much it. Like, there's not really anything else that's on that I'm watching. Like a regular basis. Usually just end up putting on a movie and falling asleep. So. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we watched like YouTube or TikTok stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, Peacock. I think it's Peacock or Paramount. I think it's Peacock. Uh, Cocaine Bear is streaming. Nice. That's how that popped like up. Co- it is. Like, oh, sweet. I like cocaine and I like bears. So. <laughs> Win win. <laughs> awesome stuff there. Um, 
Yeah, that's all I got. I don't have anything else. <laughs> oh, the uh, the D first patch, first round of DLC for 2K23 dropped this week. Oh, did so it? The, uh, oh. Yeah, the Steiner pack. Nice. Uh, so you get Rick and Scott Steiner and uh, Hit Row. Ah. Nice, nice. Too bad. Classic, like 80s, early 90s. Rick and Scott Steiner. No big big Papa Pump. No big Papa Pump. Kind of disappointing. They should have went that route instead of like the the other ones. Or at least did like alternate attires for them. I mean, that feud he had with Triple H, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, that was probably like the only good feud he had in uh, WWE. WWE. Yeah. Well, like the yeah, was... he had a big pop of pump. Like, he had some well, I mean, yeah. Just, like, there, but... His last run in WWE, that, that Triple H, Matt, that Triple H feud was probably like the best thing they booked him in. And then he was, you know, on a tear and impact. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. So for no holds barred theme of the week this week, Carl, your pick, man, what you got? Yeah, man, it's the only fucking theme that makes sense. Uh, ever since I heard it last, was it last week or the week before last? Uh, I'm going with fucking <laughs> Awesome. Oh, right. So many men. Theme of the week, of course, that is the new uh, entrance theme to the for the guns, the ass boys. <laughs> Finally, uh, made them look like stars. <laughs> when they lost the belt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. It's all good, man. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, probably a little shorter episode compared to the last couple of weeks, but uh, I'm sure we'll pick that up next week. See what happens. All right. That's going to do it. So on behalf of myself, Chris the Heat, Matthews, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jukes, Carl Crossland, you've listened to episode 183. Of the motherfucking Wrestle Getting podcast, and we'll chat with y'all next week with a brand new episode. Later, Marks. Christmas is in April. Or twenty fifth. Or twenty fifth. Many, 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 many men Sunny days wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain Joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain Death gotta be easy, cause life is hard It'll leave you physically, mentally, and emotionally scarred This is for my niggas on the block, with some treaties to God For the niggas on lock, doing light behind bars I don't see only God can judge me, cause I see things clear Quickest crackers will give my black ass a hundred years I'm like Paulie and Goodfellas, you can call me the Don Like Malcolm by any means with my gun in my palm Slim switch sides on me, let niggas ride on me 
I thought we was cool. Why you want me to die, homie, homie? Many men, many, 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 many men wish death for me, Lord. I don't cry no more. Don't look to the sky no more. Have mercy on me, have mercy on my soul. Somewhere my heart turned cold. Have mercy on many men, many, 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 many men. Every night, I talk to God, but he don't say nothing back I know he protected me, but I still stay with my gat and my nightmares Niggas keep pulling texts on me Psycho said some bitch dumb, put a hex on me The feds didn't know much when Pop got shot I got a kite from the pins that told me Tuck got knocked I ain't gon' spell it out for you motherfuckers all the time Are you a literate nigga? You can't read between the lines In the Bible it says What goes around comes around I'ma shot me Three weeks later he got shot down Now it's clear that I'm here for a real reason Cause he got hit like I got hit But he ain't fucking breathing Many men Many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me Have mercy on my soul Somewhere my heart turned cold Have mercy on many men Many, 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 many men Wish death on me Both came up on the gritty streets of Jamaica, Queens. Two street kids, now men. It's sad it had to end this way.